High Noon with George Hook. Thanks to ClaytonHotels.com with 17 hotels across Ireland and the UK. We've reached that favourite part of the show when the impresario, the all-knowing, all-dedicated-to-music <laughs> person uh, comes in and unburdens himself with uh, uh, Bill Hughes's a- a- essential song. And each week, he digs into the vaults and comes up with an absolute gem. Bill, it's a great to see you. The last time I saw you was scrambling into a lift on the sixth floor, no less, of the <laughs> Hogan stand, where all those nice posh suites are. And you told me that you had been... With your partner in Barca, so you got two doses of U2 in one week. I did, yeah. Was we, it good? Were you happy? Uh, sensational. We we went to the Olympic Stadium in Barcelona on the previous Tuesday and it was an amazing concert. And then to come back uh, in time for the concert on Saturday in Croker. Um, and yeah. I just loved it. And I thought the production was incredible. I thought the sound was exceptional. The screen at the back. The screen was stunning. Was yeah, st- yeah. Absolute. And the way it kind of it, visually the road came up to meet yeah. you and then the Syrian lady and the flag going around. There was yeah. lots of, of, of different things. Was there any difference between the Barca and no, the Dublin? No, no. Identical. Than, yeah, other than the, the language barrier with the, with, the, with the audience. And also, I, I thought the Spanish audience were louder and more appreciative. I'll, uh, be Maybe the Irish were a bit more reverential. They're a bit, bit more, yeah, probably. But okay. um, the the great thing was that it wasn't just you two because you two, fabulous, and Anton Corbin's visuals, as you said, gorgeous. But the warm up for them was Noel Gallagher and his high flying birds. Now, I went on the Tuesday because I was really curious to see, you know, what how this would go. And he was fantastic and he won the Barcelona crowd over by coming out in a Barca uh, jumper or top. Yeah, shirt. And uh, yeah. shirt, shirt. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so then on Saturday night he came out and I was in my head going now, is he going to wear a mayo because uh, of his mother? Or, you know, what's he, what's he going to And he didn't, he just came out black. So I was just ready. <laughs> but, but an anti-climax. But so he, you're he, a big fan of Oasis, are Oasis. you? Oasis. I, I, I'm a big fan of Noel Gallagher. I am not a fan of Oasis. Of, of, no, I, I I would want nothing to do with him. Why? Because I think he's an absolute prick, and I think he's a oh, thug. Is that, oh, that, well, hold on a second. I do. That, no, it's a bit harsh. The it's last not. time I saw Liam was yeah. the you remember the horrendous Manchester Arena yeah. uh, incident and, yeah. and the loss. They had a free uh, 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 the the people gave free of their mm-hmm. time, and Liam Gallagher was at that, and he's yeah. a real Mancunian. Yeah, and. I thought that actually showed Liam in a different light. He's always painted as Mr. Nasty and all the rest mm. of it. I mean, I've been in his, bit, I've him a bit of slack. I've been in his company okay, and I he's haven't. deeply unpleasant. Is he? He goes out of his way to be unpleasant. He's an absolute uh, bother boy, you know, and he relishes it. Whereas he, Noel? Noel is just a really nice guy. Regular guy. Yeah, okay. regular guy. And Noel has the talent and Noel writes the songs. Okay. Now, a lot of people accuse Noel of borrowing the songs from other people. And he openly admits that he is known for adaptation. Uh, and the song I've chosen today is a song he sang on Saturday night because he didn't just play the High Flying Bird stuff. He delved back into some of his classics and he went back to 1994 for this particular song. And for me, it's Half the World Away. Now, Half the World Away, the audience will immediately know it as the theme from the royal family. 
so Carolina Hearn. Very funny great, sitcom. Yeah, yeah, beautiful sitcom. And she was looking for a song for the title track. And Noel uh, submitted uh, a different song altogether, uh, thinking that Married with Children was a song that he'd, he'd got. And thinking he was that asked to compose one just for the, no, the, the sick tune. No, he, he thought that's what she'd want. He oh, was, he got, they got in touch and said okay. she wanted to know it. And he thought that's what the one she wanted. And she said, no, I want half the world away. And he was in America on tour. And it was only when he came back and he saw the show and saw the context of the show. Because within the song, there's a sense of take me away from this stagnant life. And that's what the royal family is. It's 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 a stagnant life on, on that couch, sofa, on yeah. the sofa, yeah. and that's and that was so so giving so, so, it that so, context. So, so just mm. tell us about the song itself and the lyrics. Yeah, what was it all about? Well, well, that's I like. I don't I don't want to explain it away. Okay, I, I would love to the, the when the when the listeners hear it. Okay, really, it was the how it was written. Um, see wh- when you think about Noel Gallagher and Liam Gallagher and and their brother Paul, there were three of them. And they were brought up uh, in a very rough house. Their, their 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 mother Peggy did everything she could for them, but their father Tom was an alcoholic. He was abusive. He beat them very very badly. He subjected them them to such harsh upbringing that both Noel and the brother Paul developed stammers because they were so frightened of him. And sho- I'm, I'm going to cough. Excuse me. Yeah, you do that. <coughs> And and, 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 and and sorry, w- w- what age group are we talking about? Oh, when they were the, kids. From no, when no, 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 but what mm. age are they now? What, what year, are we talking about the well, 80s? This the, child Noel daughter? was born in 1967. So 67. he was 50 earlier okay. this year. Okay. Um, and Liam is four years younger than him and Paul is a couple of so years So they were older. kids of the 70s? They were kids of the 70s. Okay, uh, right, I've got you now. 70s. And this very harsh circumstance. Very harsh circumstance. The father worked in the buildings. They were brought up in the suburb of Burnage in Manchester. Big Man uh, City fans. Yeah, huge Man City fans. Like, to like the point myself, of it, yeah. it's like Big, religion. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, it's like religion. Um, but as a result of all the nonsense that was going on at home and all the horribleness and, and what they were going as teenagers, you know, they they, they were always Mitch in school. Uh, they, they couldn't be arsed and they're always getting into trouble with the police. Uh, the only time Noel Gallagher really went to school was when he called in at lunchtime because his mother worked in the canteen and he got some food. But otherwise he was on the thing. And then he was expelled from school at the age of 15 for throwing a bag of flour over a teacher. Um, but he used to hang around with hooligans. He saw himself as a football hooligan clubs, little clubs like mainline crew and the under fives and the young governors. And they saw themselves as the real hard men of, of Manchester. And Noel hung around with them. And... Uh, he he got a guitar and uh, he he received six months probation when he was 13 for robbing a corner shop. But he started to mess with a guitar and started to feel that he could have something. And then in 1983, he was watching Top of the Pops and the Smiths came on uh, playing this charming man. And he was so fascinated by Johnny Marr, the lead guitarist, that he decided, you know, from that day on, I wanted to be Johnny Marr. That's what Noel has said. And uh, so then they went to work for their father in his building company. That wasn't working out well because they were rowing with him the whole time. It was his building company. He was telling them how to do things. And Noel said, you know, the working day wouldn't finish till nine at night because you'd be arguing a point on this. So he chucked it and went off to work for uh, another building firm. And there was an accident. A big metal pipe fell on his foot and he was off for months. And while again he was off, 
he was working on the guitar and then he got a job in another uh, place working in the storage place. So he brought the guitar to work and he started to write songs. So he got a whole clutch of songs written and he thought, you know, I'm I'm not bad. So he was going to gigs. He went to a gig by the Stone Roses. He met a guy from the Inspiral Carpets and Inspiral Carpets. He loved them at the time. He heard that the lead singer was leaving. He auditioned to be the lead singer. They said, no, you're not going to be that. But do you want to come on the road with us as a roadie? So off he went to America and was a roadie with the Inspiral Carpets. And by the time he came back, Liam had started uh, another band called Rain. And uh, Noel went to hear them. And he was like, oh, guys, it's not good. It's not good. If you let me be the songwriter and the lead singer and if you let me take over, we're going to be great. And I guarantee you superstardom. And so they got wind that this guy, Alan McGee, who had formed Creation Records, was going to hold auditions and an A&R session up in Glasgow. They got the money together, got in a van, six of them. Up they went, blagged their way onto the uh, support act uh, slot. McGee immediately knew these guys had something. They had a demo tape with a couple of original songs. He took it away and then the following week he called them to a meeting in London and they went down and he had been talking to Sony America and on the table he had a six album deal worth millions. Now These kids who had nothing hadn't a pot to piss in and suddenly the six album deal from an American multinational Sony America through Creation Records it was like all on offer and the rest as they say <laughs> OK well take a listen half the world away I would like to leave this city this old town don't smell too pretty And I can feel the warning signs Running around my mind And when I leave this island I book myself into a soul asylum Cause I can feel the warning signs Running around my Scratching around in the same old home My body feels young but my mind is very old So what do you say? You can't give me the dreams of the mind anyway Half the world away Half the world away Half You know I'd stay, but I just can't stand it And I can feel the warning signs Running around my mind And if I could 
me a hole and I'll live in it now. I can feel the warning signs running around my mind. Here I go, I'm still scratching around in the same old home. My body feels young, but my That's uh, Noel Gallagher, Half the World Away by Oasis, uh, and it's Bill Hughes' essential song for today. Bill, you gave us the backstory that came out in 1994. How did it unfold thereafter? Well, they got a tour in America and off they went to promote the, f- the, the, the first, definitely maybe, the album. And uh, straight away they started fighting and they had a horrendous gig in L.A., and Noel walked out on the band. <laughs> this is in 94, like just starting. And he made his way to Austin, Texas, and he booked himself some studio time. And that's when he recorded Half the World Away. And in fact, he made some excuse for the session musicians to get out of the studio because he wanted to do something. And he laid the drum track. And the song, as far as it, it, it's inspired by This Guy's In Love With You, the Burt Bacharach, Hal David song. And so that's where he took the inspiration. And he said, Burt Bacharach hasn't copped on and I, I haven't, he hasn't sent me a bill. But funnily enough, at a big charity concert in the Royal Albert Hall, Bacharach backed him on piano and conducted the orchestra while Noel did a version of the song. So, you know, it's when, when did they break up? Uh, oh, they've broken up so often. And uh, 2007 was like kind of the end of the line for them because they they fell out in Paris and there was a major fist fight and stuff. But like they went on to such incredible success. When you look at the singles, they had Wonderwall and Don't Look Back in Anger and then Morning Glory, Be Here Now, like so many albums. But they got right into the drug scene. And they've openly talked about this and they became drug addicted and that clouded their judgment, it clouded their ability to write songs and clouded everything about their performance and their behaviour. So um, and then also Gallagher in 1997, he felt that there were statements that needed to be made and he made the mistake, as some would say it, of going to Downing Street at Tony Blair, the new P- Prime Minister's invitation. And he was seen in the paper sipping champagne and all of the, the audience sort of turned on him and said, you're some working class hero sipping champagne with the establishment, how quickly you gave in. But what's really funny is when he got his first dose of money, uh, he bought a fleet of cars and he bought a house in Belsize Park in London with a pool, which is really funny because he couldn't drive and he couldn't swim. So he had the swimming pool and the car and he called his cats Benson and Hedges because that's the, the brand he smokes. So he's very nouveau, but he's grown out of that in recent years. And George Martin, no less. Uh, has claimed that he's the finest songwriter of his George uh, of his generation, George Martin of the Beatles. Um, but the personal rivalry with uh, the interpersonal rivalry with Liam, and then also with Damon Albarn and Blur, uh, caused this huge schism in British music and the whole Brit pop movement. But in March two thousand and nine. 
The Times released a live recording uh, from uh, the Kids Cancer Fund concert where Noel Gallagher sings Half the World Away live. If you can get your hands on it as listeners, you're going to just be in for a treat. I could listen to you all day, (laughs) but I've got to go to Leopardstown this evening. (laughs) (laughs) Bill Hughes, thank you. And we, of course, next Thursday will have on High Noon another essential song. But everything you want to know about the Gallagher Brothers, Oasis and the backstory to Half the World Away. Thank you indeed, Bill. Now, I've been referring to our fantastic breaks on Clayton Hotels. Congratulations to Roy Kelly in Dartry. You're the winner. That break in Clayton's White's Hotel in Wexford is yours. This week's prizes are thanks to Clayton Hotels and you can find out more on their website claytonhotels.com Another chance tomorrow with me to win again. So, that's it. Uh, my thanks to the team on sound Michael Quilligan, researchers Ron, uh, Ronan Coveney and Alex Russo, producer a good Wexford woman Maggie Doyle who will also be double jobbing tomorrow when we have Here Come the Girls and our the inimitable editor Mark Simpson. He's kind of big planning executive now. I'll be back tomorrow. Sean Moncrief is up next. Thanks for listening.